listening to the Maritime Milsim Podcast, brought to you by Tier 1 Scenarios, MagFed Maker, Nova Tactical Designs, Jester's Tactical Sports Center, and Ripple Industries, specializing in MagFed paintball from tactical gear to equipment. There, now we're live. See, look at that. Just that quick and easy. <laughs> Dave, you didn't need to get that close to your computer, bud. Sorry, man. <laughs> All right. So, everyone, welcome to episode 83 of the Maritime Milsim Podcast. Sorry, I need to get this caffeine into me now, otherwise I'll fall asleep in the middle of the show. Anyways, with me I have a full house, absolutely full. So we're going to start with the familiars. We're going to start with Guardian over there from MSOB in Nova Scotia. Hey guys, how's it going? And we've got uh, the Command Bros. Command Bros. What do you do? What do you do? Uh, and behind them is uh, is Kuda from Mission Masters. Whoop, whoop. Hey, hey, there we go. At least we got something out of him. Now, for the special guest, we've got uh, Matt Scott from Long Reach Paintball here in New Brunswick. Hey, everyone. And then we've got Dave over there from, uh, we've got Commando Dave from Commando Paintball in Ottawa, Ontario. Woohoo! The enthusiasm is staggering. Ooh, staggering. Staggering. Actually, oh my goodness. It's just too much to contain. Too much to contain. All right, let's real quick. Let's get some background. Let's go with uh, uh, Scott because everyone knows who Dave is. Uh, or Scott, Matt. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> Matt Scott. There we go. Wrong show. Wrong show. All right. Yeah. Let's let's see. Okay. So we know your name. How long have you been paintballing? What's going uh, on? I've been paintballing since uh, 2006. Uh, we started our field. Um, in 2008, well, opened it to the public in 2008, and we've been playing and hosting tournament games ever since, growing, um, expanding, and trying to, uh, yeah, just get more people to play paintball in southern New Brunswick. Beautiful. 2008, that's when you opened your field. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that was, right. I was there for the opening day. That was 2008. That's eight years ago, man. I know. Isn't it wild? Oh, jeez. I feel like that. That's insane. I still have pictures too. I still have a lot of the pictures. Yeah, yeah, we uh, do. Yeah, <laughs> man, so that's crazy. Can, can you tell us about your field? Like, what's your field setup? Uh, yeah, it's um, we have woods ball and a small speedball field. The woods is about eight acres, so it's it's a fair size. It's it's um, average size. Um, there's you know it's just your classic um, woods ball setup. We got you know trucks, sports, and stuff. Um, we take pride in our field cleanliness. Um, we try to have a good, clean, safe zone and just try to have a, as professional an experience as, as possible for, for new players just to kind of, so it's not like a lemonade stand out in the woods. It's just kind of a, which I guess, uh, hooligan will remember those days very well, but we've tried to get away from those days and become <laughs> <laughs> as pro- professional as possible. Um, oh man, I've yeah. heard. <laughs> Day one, walking up, and it was yeah. like, we didn't even have the shed up yet. It was just everything was exposed. Yes, it was very, uh, very, um, yes, yeah, spread out. <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, small beginnings, small beginnings, and humble beginnings, humble. Yes, humble. humble. Yes, humble. look where we've come now. Yes, yeah, so yes, that was my, uh, uh, my little spiel. Um, cool. So, uh, Commander Dave. Dave. I'm just going to call you Dave because it's a long name. That works. Cool, man. Okay, so you said you've been paintballing since <laughs> since 83. 
Yeah, I've seen the sport come a long way. I bet. That, you, you obviously have more, uh, more war stories than any of us, but, um, when did you start the field again? You said in, uh, 89? In 89, I, uh, I bought them out. And, uh, they, they were on, uh, probably, uh, five or six acre plot. And I ran there for a few years, moved somewhere else for two years, battled zoning issues. And then, uh, now I'm on, uh, 114 acres. But, uh, you know, what do you use? Probably 40 acres, 35 acres out of all that. So, you know, 14 playing fields. Yeah. yeah. Are you able to monster. tie your fields together? Uh, only for D-Day we do that. Everything is uh, separated by boundary lines. Um, what I've tried to do over the years, it's, it's about D-Day, right? Because D-Day is okay. the big day. So my fields are close together. So they're separated by netting. So we take the netting down to open up the fields. So it works out, you know, instead of having a, you know, one field's over there, then you got a big space, and then another field's, but if you join them together, and then you separate them just nice, right, then, right. then you get the big experience. So that's what I've been doing over the last five years, is uh, just, I keep expanding and expanding towards D-Day. You know, hooligans saw the place, you know, and it's, yeah, you like, you, you, you want to be able to run and have lots of cover. Lots of buildings. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, I saw the videos that Cheesy put up when they when y'all had your D Day. Right. Yeah. Now, is D Day the only scenario that you really the big game scenario that you have? And the rest is just pretty much rec ball and mainly speed it's ball. Just ball. I used to have speed ball, I got right out of it. Um, for various reasons. You know. Uh it is a pain. You want to share those reasons with us? I know what they are. I hosted CXBL for four years. Um, speedballers are a messy group of people. <laughs> Just telling it like it is. Yeah. It's how it is, right? Uh, when you run those <laughs> big events, it is a mess. I can only imagine the the, the, the empty boxes and the bags of empty ba- or paint bags everywhere. At the end of uh, something like yeah, the CXP, the arguing. <laughs> yeah, the arguing. I done the math on on the the one day when the elite are out, and it was like just under a million balls for a day. You know, so imagine the boxes that go with that. It's right. Yeah, right. That's it's insane. steady. That is an absolute. Well, but imagine the money that comes with it. <laughs> now, to a degree. <laughs> a million balls is a yeah, lot of money. money. That's, That's a lot, lot of money. money. That's a, a lot, lot of balls. balls. <laughs> a lot of balls. <laughs> and, and like any, um, like unlike anybody else. So when we were hosting this stuff, right, the C, uh, well, CXBL, um, when the event is done, the netting comes down, the fields get swept. Uh, so there's no balls. I had four playing fields for this. And uh, at the end of the event, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we sweep the balls to the ends. And then we go pick them up with the loader. So whenever they come back in the fall to do the finals, the fields were spotless. You didn't have that irritating smell of rotting paintballs. We all know what that smells. Yeah. Right. 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 I just got tired. I like that smell. We're gone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the smell of rotting paintballs. 
<laughs> it's a day in June, and then we do another one in October, and that's it. Everything else is rec ball, and it's about the customers. Uh, right, because you're you're right outside of Ottawa. Well, you're in Ottawa city limits, right? Or that's Ottawa right. area. I'm in Ottawa. Yeah. So, I mean, what's the population of Ottawa? It's got to be what close it's to. It's I think nine hundred thousand. But you add everything, we're probably you know one point three or something. Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's a huge area. It's a huge number of players. So your field could easily survive on your your average just rec ball walk ons rentals. Uh, oh yeah, we we very we easily could survive without the big games. Yeah. See here in the Maritimes, like where Long Reach is, yes, there's, there's <laughs> it's a little harder to survive on just uh, yeah. just yeah. the rental players, especially where uh, where Matt is. It's basically a rally course of a road to get to the field. <laughs> it is, yeah. uh, I think, I don't, know, I can't remember what time, but we were coming back and we actually went off the road. Oh yes, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> right? I pulled you up with a tractor. Yeah, I'll forget. <laughs> Wow! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we took the van into the ditch. It was yeah. uh yeah. I thought it was funny as hell because it wasn't my van. Yeah, yeah, that was an interesting uh, end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Right. If it's not your van, yeah, I can see the comedy behind it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. That's the beauty of uh, crashing in the country, though. I just call up a neighbor who has a tractor, and next thing you know, you're out of the ditch and on your way. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, all those farmers, right? They're just like, yeah, oh, I don't worry, I just got the tractor. It's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Hold on one second, boys. <laughs> Y'all sound funny. <laughs> uh, no, they were all right. You guys made it all right. Oh, yeah, we were fine. So what, uh, Matt, you run scenarios often at your field? Uh, we do one fall game. Um, we do a Terminator scenario. That's um, in October. We're doing that October the 2nd this year. And um, we used to do it in the spring. Um, but honestly, the... The turnout just wasn't there to really justify it. So we've That's, just been doing them. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of a, a downer. Um, but no, yeah, we've been doing them in the fall and they've been really successful. What, what, what do you think, like, for the negative, the one that didn't turn out too successful, what do you think the mistake was? Like, what could you have done different? Was it the timing? Was it the weather? Like, um, probably, yeah, um, it's definitely partly our fault. Um, it was just probably the timing, lack of advertising. It's hard to build up the anticipation, I find. All year, we kind of build up to our fall game, and we tell people that are at the field, you know, we have a big game, we have lots of people. But in the spring, it's kind of, you know, you're coming out of the gate um, without quite the uh, the buildup that you get, I don't know, throughout the, the summer and uh, with all the rentals and stuff. So it's kind of tough that way to get the, the kind of the randies, we call them just the random people, like the, the randies followers. <laughs> we, it's tough to get the randies. Out the randies. <laughs> yeah. The randies out to those games. Cause you know, they, they've been shut away all winter. Um, but we are looking to do them again. It's, it's just, um, we've been doing a lot of work at the field too. Um, and also I have other jobs too. Unfortunately, I, my paintball field does not pay the bills. So I also get very busy in the spring with multiple other jobs as well. So, um, it like has work. Kind of, yes, work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn yeah, careers work. getting in the way. Can't yeah, work. yeah. Paintball is just uh, mostly for fun. Yeah, around for us anyway. Did you, uh, did you run a scenario at your field? Do you 
produce it on your own, or do you have a producer come in and partner oh. up? Oh, it's it's uh, we produce it on our own. Yeah, it's it's all in house. Yeah. Um, yeah, we there's, kind of have a, 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 a system, um, Mary Lynn. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a, a template. Oh, go ahead. I'm just calling out random names if they pop in a row. Don't worry about us. Okay. Yeah. We got a, yeah. a game type, uh, hooligan. He, he, you know it pretty well with the, the terminators and stuff. And we've been, you know, it's been going well. It's, it's a good game type that's worked well for us, but. You know, we're always open to suggestions and and input from from anybody for sure. I say bring back the truck. That thing was there the first time I played. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, it hasn't been there since. I know. Well, we sold it, is why. <laughs> why did you sell it? <laughs> uh, it was rotting away on us. But yeah, the army jeep. Yes. Um, if anybody has a jeep they want to bring out to the field, um, yeah, just throw that out there. You guys are more than welcome. <laughs> We'd bring the Humvee over from Nova Scotia, but somebody stole the damn tires off it. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. oh, no, no. Come on. <laughs> Jacob said he cannot wait for Terminator this year. Jacob, I will see you there, sir. Sweet. Hey, Jacob Mary Lynn. Um, What's up, Jeff? All right, let me ask you a question. All right, I understand the show is about starting your own field. So we'll just say I've got into getting my own paintball field. How would I promote it and get people to come and know that I'm out here for them to participate so I can start generating my own, you know, paintball ambience? Like, do I have any tips for you guys? Like, how did you start off to get people to recognize? Now, I know Commando, you bought your field out, right? So therefore, there was always, there was already like a people coming there. Right, right, there's a following there. Like, but if I'm starting from scratch, I would assume location will be key. All right, because I don't want my people to drive off into a ditch. That's one thing we know. <laughs> well, they paved well, the road since be, then, so it's not yeah, as likely to It has to be in a, in a spot where, you know, saying the customers or the paintballers, Randy's, whatever you want to call them, can Randy. actually access the field. All right, once I've plotted that and I got a nice amount of land and I want to how do I know what setup I want to run? If I want it to be a woods ball field or a speed ball field, like what do I have to look for to get started? You got to look at your land. You know, you got to walk on your land and, and, and berms, hills, uh, what kind of trees, uh, how much work is involved to clean that, tree, you know, the terrain. Um, no. you, you got to put ball. your heart and soul. You know, you look at a piece of land. And, and, you know, you walk it and you look at it from different angles and you plot it out. And then you just start going at it. Yes. All right. So now that I've plotted my land out, right, uh, Matt, were you going to say something? Uh, yeah. Uh, you touched on a really good subject there. The, not only the land and also the land type, um, even the tree type. A lot of people have woodlots, you know, with hundreds of acres, like in our case. And if you can, if it's, if, if you're able to, Go to the spots that I, this would be my recommendation. Go to your, the part of your field with the best ground. So well drained, possibly, you know, best soil type. Stuff that you're not gonna have a lot of trouble with in the future. Um, like our field, um, has a lot of it is clay, brick clay, the ground. And we have a lot of trouble with blowdowns and mud. And we've had to put a lot of money and time <laughs> into maintaining that field. So right. maybe get a guy a lot of a lot of uh knowledge um is helpful. Maybe get a 
like a woodlot owner, maybe somebody that knows about trees and can right. really tell you, you know, where you're going to have trouble with drainage and, and, and where you can expand to. Um, but yeah, we've, we've, uh, we've learned a lot over the years about, yeah, just your, yeah, like, uh, like you said, just know your land well and where you want to expand to and what's your best, um, place to start. Cause a lot of places will look good. And then after five years of repeated traffic, you will wear down the, uh, the roots and trees will start to fall over. So something we learned the hard way. <laughs> and yeah, we I, never, I never even had it from that aspect. Who would think that? Yeah. 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 He's running over the trees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happens. Those roots, they not only expose nope. and topple trees, is there's nothing worse than running full tilt, hitting a root and going sideways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now look, let's talk heavy machinery. Am I going to be looking into getting heavy machinery rental to, to get this bill put together? No, hard work and sweat. Like yourself a chainsaw. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you tell me most of the work by yourself? Yeah. yeah. Before you do anything, but never mind scouting the land, right? Before you do anything, right. make sure your your land is zoned properly. If it's not zoned, you can get shut down by a township, the city. So you need to make sure that you are zoned properly before you spend any money. You know, you could spend, uh, sorry, 30K, let's say, you know, building this and that, and then only to find out, well, I'm not zoned right. You know, and it's an expensive uh, uh, tour to do the zoning. Now, I want everybody to know that these field owners that we're speaking with right now are from Canada, but... The situation is the same in the United States. You do have to look out for zoning. There's commercial zone, residential zone, and things of that nature. So that's something to look out for. Everything that we're giving to you guys right now, if you're starting to feel, write this stuff down. Because I didn't know half this stuff. I'm just a shooter. Boop, 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 boop. That's what we do. It's sure. So, like, this is great information. What do you do? So, that's, that's what we do. So, um, all right. So, you can do most of the work yourself with a nice chainsaw and maybe a couple of friends. Right, that's what we're looking at. Case of beer. Case of beer, a couple cases of beer. Um, you got to make sure that your land is situated and looking for things that you normally wouldn't. So basically, you have to do property research and know about your trees and, and you know all the foliage that goes with it. All right. So now, if I wanted to make a speedball field, all right, do I have to tear these trees up, or do you just look for the, the you know the areas that are flat and you just position them as the fields? Well, what if you don't have, maybe you got half flat, right? But you still need to excavate some trees out of there. Or you need to uh, square up the land. Yeah, yes. I've yeah. never found a piece of land outside of Utah that was flat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Here. yeah. Long maritimes is just shale, clay, and water. Yes. That's yeah. all <laughs> our land is made of. Yes, yes. <laughs> they live on Gumby. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. All right, we're, we're past the field. What about the weapons? Yeah, so how did you... In products all the way. <laughs> what happened? Hey, I said Tipman products all the way. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. So you're gonna do 98. Control. 98. That's but all you have to say. <laughs> how, how, how do I calibrate how many Tipman products I need? Like, you It depends with? on your yeah, demographic. Like here we're sitting on a million people. Maybe Matt, uh, it's a smaller town, so <laughs> maybe you start off with the twenty to thirty mark. <laughs> yes, right? that's where we want a million people there. Uh, depending where you are, you can either start off with CO two or compressed air. Like back in the day, that's all we had was CO two. 
and then right. into the compressed air. Well, what do you do? You need a compressor. So you got to know what size compressor. You know, it, it all goes with your budget. We all start off small, and then we grow from there. Right. Uh, make it money, you start dumping the money back into the place. Yeah. And right. It's, it's, any business uh, should take several years to actually make profit. Right. You should just be dumping all of your money back in your business, especially if you're starting small. Yeah. And, right. and I mean, nowadays it's 2016, so you might as well just skip the CO2, go straight to a good compressor. You can get yeah. the whole system for a couple thousand dollars. Yeah, it's a thousand dollars or a couple oh, thousand five. dollars, but. Well, it depends on your compressor too, right? True. You can get a small, uh, you know, five CFM, but you start talking uh, 17, 19, 20 CFM. Well, you're getting into that 15K range, and yeah. then you got to buy bottles and, and everything. And then when you start, like myself here, we're running 10,000 people, uh, so I have two compressors. One is a backup. You know, what if your compressor goes down? Yeah. The minute you bring that thing in to get it repaired, it's four grand. At least it yeah. seems to be every time it and goes. And you're losing in. money every minute that it's not working, right? You're, this is the whole business is out of commission, yeah. Yeah. yeah and I've so seen nice. your compressor. It's huge. It's the size of my car. It's <laughs> like... Now, is is there a way that, like, if could I rent a compressor? No. You know, you're, not not rent like that. you're better off. You, you can find them at a fire hall. You know, um, a city, you go to a large city. They're always uh, getting rid of them, you know, or upgrade. Uh, They're only good for so long. With, with the, the breathable air. So you could take a compressor head, you know, if you're handy with your hands. So you could find yourself, a, a, say, a 17 CFM. We'll use that one, right? And go get yourself a 20-horse Honda. And then you can, with a little bit of knowledge, you can make these things up. Because that's uh, what so you can 20-horse Honda. You could, like, upgrade your own compressor from one a model that might not fit the bill, but with a couple change of parts, it can if work. If they're in a fire hall, they're running on electricity. All right, so you, you get okay. rid of the electricity and yeah. you can run them on a 20-horse Honda, and they run beautiful, beautiful. But they're heavy as shit. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, like, what I've done with mine, too, is I've fabricated, I've built trailers. Uh, I've welded them right to the trailer. So if I have any issues, right on the back of the truck, because I can't push that thing, and I have to go get my tractor, put it into the trailer. No, I just put it onto the back of the truck. And off I go if I have any problems. Or to put them away in the wintertime up at my shop. I just go grab it, move it. It's easy with the wheeler. Nice. You know, Hooligan saw, like at D-Day, uh, I, I moved the compressors so they're at the respawn areas. That was so, smart. I like that. It is. Hey, and then you bring some bottles up there with a couple of push buttons and everybody's styling, right? Uh, right. What's the worst thing we, we have to do on a big game is walk back to the base camp to go fill up. Man, that sucks. Especially right? So I come up field. with this a couple of years ago. Put them where they're needed. Hmm. You hear that, field owners? You need to put the compressor at the respawn point. Yeah, man. That's what we want now. <laughs> that is, that is a new demand. They're starting the trend. They messed it up for everybody. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's what needs to be done from now on. So the next game, I know there's going to be a compressor. The pirate queen. Especially if you come to my place. <laughs> right. See? See, we're going to have to, then, we're, then we're really blow you up. Like, see, see this is what I'm talking about. The compressor, I'm about to go out after I'm dead, all filled up. You know, I might even keep a case of paint down there. What do you know? Who knows? That's what actually a yeah. lot of people were doing. They had, uh, uh, Dave was good. He set the big tent and it was just cases of paint lying around and jump off the field, air up and away you go. 
and water. And yeah. Give your people yeah. water. <laughs> hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Hydrate. Yeah. Hydrate. Then hydrate some water. I mean, how much is a case of water, right? It's cheap. It's a buck ninety seven at Walmart. See? That's Canadian money, right? <laughs> That's like forty cents American. It's <laughs> like five dollars here. Our money is more than their money. Yeah, if it's a du- Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. But that's like 35 cents here. Yeah. 35 cents here. Don't let Bricktop do the accounting for your paintball field. Um, <laughs> now, let's talk Let's talk rental gear, like the, the rental gear. So, you know, you pick the number that you need for the demographic that you're running, but do you buy, do you try and find a used set online, or do you buy brand new? You know, what's what's the benefit of buying new or used? I've bought an all new myself. Yeah, I can't 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 comment on use, but we've been all brand new and haven't looked back really. Yeah, um, I think one of the downsides if you were trying to start and buy used, um, I buy a lot of used gear obviously, is trying to get the sheer volume would it would just be so time consuming that if you want to get a business up and operational, then buying new is going to be your best bet. Yeah, it is definitely the way to go. But once you're rolling, right, like down here yeah. we have the GG. Right. Once you have your product and what you need, then you start watching on, on Kijiji for fifteen ninety eight. Yeah. And you pick them up for fifty, sixty dollars. And then you just yeah. you're growing your your fleet, or you got backups and whatnot. That's right. right. Change the uh, the Baldi tent, put a new mainspring in, give them a good clean. I picked some up two years ago for eight dollars a piece. It was fifty nice. of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, recondition them, change yeah. uh, all the old rings. Uh, man, they're, they're, you know, they're out there working for me. Nice. You definitely need a technician if you want to come up. You got to know you. So let's, let's go with, with what about hired help? So do you, um, after you got your field built and it's zoned and you're ready to rock and roll, you know, do you, do, how do you do it? Do you hire people? Do you hire people to work your field or do you try and convince the ballers to be like, Hey, you know, if you come and referee for a day, I'll give you a case of paint. Or, you know, how do you run it? What do you do? Um, uh, well, we've always been on a cash basis. We don't pay in paint. Um, I, I don't know. We, we always try to keep it. Um, we were a partnership, so we'd always try to keep it between the two of us and then hire if need be. Um, just because we didn't really like to blur the line between employee and player. And it can get a little awkward um, <laughs> at, at times. <laughs> When you've got, you know, employees that are, that are playing kind of beaten up on the renters type thing. Um, not so much beating up, but when, um, you know, you don't want to, you don't, you don't want to get your, you don't want to have your refs, um, you know, playing one minute and then refing the next. And it just, I don't know, it just doesn't really look too good on the field owner. And really, you should be able to, I don't know, in my opinion, just afford to be able to hire somebody, you know, just, if you can't, just charge more for paint, if not, because, it's really, you know, it's a fun job, and a lot of people are willing to do it for, you know, fairly low pay. It's not like they're they're demanding, you know, crazy salaries or anything. So, yeah. <laughs> it's not like the right? <laughs> yeah. That's now, just, now, what about insurance? Yeah, oh, yes. Insurance. We need insurance, yeah. We started out very, very small, and even then, we had insurance from day one, and I can't imagine not having it, because even if you're playing with your friends... Um, and family, friends sue friends. You know, if shit happens, people lose an eye. You, right. you know, you think you're best buds, 
But, you know, when someone gets really hurt, you know, you really don't know what's going to happen. So anybody out there, I, I would highly recommend insurance. All right, so I'm, I got my I got my field now. I, I got some rental guns. All right, I got some people to ref. Now I'm looking for insurance. How much is this going to cost me on a scale? Like, is this going to be thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars? I mean, is it is it worth me? Am I going to be able to, you know... Is it going to drain me? I'm just now building the field. Is, uh, it, is there some type of with insurance? You're, you're, it's per per person, right? Yeah. So let, let's say you're going to do a thousand players. So you contact your insurance company. Say, I, I, I plan on doing about a thousand players. We'll just use a thousand, right? And then uh, what they'll do is they'll contact yada yada, and they'll come back with a quote. Now may, maybe that's going to cost you uh, twenty five hundred dollars. You know, do you insure your markers at the same time? Do you insure your compressor? Uh, you know, th there's other variables in there also. Like uh, mm. for us, uh, uh, let's say you play a commando once. Okay, so that's once. But if you play every weekend, all you have to do is sign the waiver once and you're covered for the year. All right? Uh, so, yeah. so if you keep coming out, you're only counted as once. Yeah. Now, let's... Oh. Sorry, uh... Uh, Bendro there brings up something about the waiver. Um, so you just signed your life away, basically. So, you here's, so here's something year. I want to ask you guys, because you're both uh, field owners and operators. Now, for high school, I had to do a business plan for uh, for a paintball field, and they gave me three months to do it, and I did it in two days. Uh, so it wasn't exactly oh, tight. It right? uh, wasn't something I'd ever take to the bank. Uh, but uh, because I had to Bang it up in two days. I didn't have time to contact an insurance company and ask them a bunch of questions. Uh, so I just threw in like a waiver. I was, I was like, ah, there's, you know, you do a waiver. And uh, that's when I was informed, and keep in mind I was in high school and I was young and dumb, that you need uh, that a waiver, apparently, uh, even if you have insurance, just because you signed a waiver doesn't mean, or because that player signed a waiver doesn't mean your field is protected. Right. Basically, a lawyer can tear a waiver to pieces. Yeah. Simply by poking holes in it. Unless your waiver is like a hundred pages long, um, they've missed something somewhere. Put your land in a holding company, that'll protect your land. Right? So you could get sued, but at least you'll have your land. But your land can't be touched. Exactly. Okay, okay. okay. Right. Uh, so again that's gonna cost you a lawyer, it's gonna cost you money. Right, but it's better to pay that lawyer up front than to lose your business. Hundred percent. Cool. So for any anyone out there who's looking at, well, I'll just do up a waiver. And well, you know. Yeah. Now we got a question from uh, Lawrence. Do you change the player count along the year, or do you have to estimate the number of people you expect? Ours is estimated with our company. Um, you know, every company's different, but it is. It just says estimated, and they ask for last year's count as well. So that's with ours. Well, that's cool. The fact that they're uh, they're using last year's numbers as a as yeah. to help with the estimates estimation. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I like that. Um, now for building materials for your field, we never talked about that. You know, you've, you've taken the chainsaw out, you you tore your field apart, and you've uh, you know built something fantastic. But what about the building materials? I see some fields like uh, uh, Georgina Paintball just built this massive, uh, several massive buildings out of all obviously brand new uh stuff but uh 
you know, did you guys? <laughs> I just see like Matt waving at Marie. He's like, "Hi." <laughs> uh, but Georgina put in in materials 140k on that field. Right. Yeah, that's 140 thousand dollars in materials alone. That is amazing. We get two materials. We're still on rentals. Yeah. Rentals and, and uh, <laughs> pressures. You know, we haven't got to the materials of building the field yet, and we did the land thing. Yeah. So you saw my uh, D-Day field. Yeah, yep. that was thirty-five thousand I put on that field. Holy hell! So it, it costs money to have the equipment, materials, you know. And I don't, I don't use my time. I'm sure Matt doesn't uh, weigh out his hourly, right? Yeah. It's, you know, it's materials. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you got to use top quality. You got to use good two by fours. You know, uh, plywood and cedar and screws. Cedar and screws and wood preservative, it will rot. Remember, anything you're leaving out exposed to the in elements. The woods. <laughs> in the woods, in the mud, yeah. you know, it's, it'll be, uh, it'll get a nice coat of, uh, paintball grease on it, but I don't think that counts as a, a wood preservative. Actually, I think uh, it does. I think it keeps the uh, water out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it probably wouldn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> what I uh, did this year, too, is I, I, I built a new field and I, I got some used tin. Right? Yes. So yes. this time what I did was on the roof, I, I made all roofs. So I'm hoping that this will more longevity of my buildings. Yes. Yes. Right? I already have some buildings that I did, say, five years ago, six years ago. Yeah, they're starting to hurt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, can, you can notice, yeah. yeah. Well, I know uh, I've been like going to Longreach uh, every time I go. I'd be like, hey, I remember that bunker being taller. Yeah, <laughs> just, just sinks well, no, down. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's a good point. Tin is tin is. Oh, there's nothing better than tin. You know, you only it's need to on the sides. It's it's yeah. You want to make sure you can't get cut on it, obviously. But yeah, old used tin for roofs and and stuff. It's nice and loud. Renters love it. Um, uh, that's a good a yeah, good tip. Renters love it. Speedballers love wailing on it. It's great. Yeah. It's glorious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice keep their heads down. Tin yeah. keeps their heads down. Yes, exactly. Oh, I was thinking more just like field owner, just hearing ching, ching, ching every time somebody hits that tin wall. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it. you guys definitely recommend brand new materials, or at least like you know, a uh, uh, used tin. Yeah, if well, you yeah, see used someone... tin, don't buy tin new. That's just <laughs> expensive. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you can afford it, sure. But... Yeah. Or you know, go to one of those liquidation spots like the. Uh, Oh, what do they call them? They're like, uh... Oh, I forget now. Habitat for Humanity. They have, uh... And Fredericton, here they have uh, a uh, store where you can actually go and like, it's all just like uh, collected materials. It's all good. There's not okay. much of it. So if you try to like reshingle your house, you got six different colors kind of thing. <laughs> yes. But, uh, you know, it's it's like a... <laughs> Camo, yeah. It's like a thrift store for building materials. Yeah, it's, it's exactly yeah. what it is. It's a thrift store for building materials. Yeah, but you got to shop around. If you got... Three hardware places, shop around. Oh, hell yeah. Obviously. Now, is it important to shop for sponsors for your field? Um, We started out with a sponsor um, of sorts. Um, We never would have got off the ground without them. It was uh, a local shop. It was um, Bike Works Paintball. Um, They're still around. It's with Adam Petrie. We... he. he was kind of our mentor, um, also a bit of a, our own financier, and he was invaluable to our field. He also brought out a lot of players just as friends to kind of get us off the ground and, um, you know, 
just so we weren't a couple kids out in the woods and in the boonies um <laughs> kind of uh elevated us a little bit and he was very helpful so so yeah, what you're saying fun. is that if you're going to start a paintball field you need a sugar daddy yes yes a shop um <laughs> you know it can't hurt it's it's um he's very helpful and if you can find like a mentor like that that's been around the you know in the game a long time um <laughs> yeah it can't hurt <laughs> awesome pretty much cool that's that that's cool Dave, did you so you just bought out the field that you just took over the field and was like, I'm gonna make this into a badass paintball field and that was it? Yeah, when I bought them out, they were probably doing twenty five hundred, three thousand people a year, if that. And uh, and between the wife and I, we you know, we built a rock and roll facility. Yeah. What's your numbers now a year? Yeah, we're doing uh, over the ten thousand. Wow. Mm. A year? So He's like, wow, I'm gonna call you after this show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so Matt, the problem is you live, like, in, oh, I didn't I know Long Reach existed. The, the paintball fields, you look at the fields, right? Uh, the grass is cut. We whippersnip around the vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wife does, you know, all the Facebook, the e- the emails, the, uh, the phone calls. She does all that, and I'm all hammers and nails. And we work seven days a week. You know, and we work She's seven days. She's the brains of operation. Pardon? She's the brains and you're the bronze. Yeah, sir. Yeah. Or I'm a little rough on the edges and she keeps me in the forest away from the people. Yeah. Yeah, I can only imagine what it would go like Uh, if Dave had to meet with bank or something. Yeah. I'm the face. But uh, really, you got to love this game. Okay. And uh, again, like I've been in this since 83. I love the game. I have the passion. And it's hard work and sweat is what it takes to build a facility, you know. Absolutely. Yes. It really is. It's it's a ton of work. Absolute ton of work. If um, you build it, they will come. Yes, sir. Yeah, and you gotta have faith too, right? You can't uh, you can't just build this with the mentality of I hope it works. You gotta build it with the mentality of like this is gonna happen. Yes. Right. Yep. So. Um, now let me. Let me ask you this. Do y'all try to design y'all fields after like video game boards or all your fields are just straight off the top of your head? Mine is straight up. Oh, sorry, Matt. Go ahead. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, we, we just kind of work with what we got and, um, nothing specifically like no specific video games, but, um, our games kind of follow video game formats. Battlefield. But yeah, Battlefield. <laughs> um, but you know, it's what we found works best. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of off the top. You just kind of work with what you got, you know, the, the land type and, and, you know, the ditches and ravines and all that stuff. So, um, that's been our case anyway. But like in Ontario with at Commando, it's, you know, probably different, different ground type, you know, different soil, different everything over there. So it's, it's, it's going to just depend where you live, right? Yeah. Cause, uh, uh just for comparison, uh, Matt's field is trees, mud, and dirt. It's basically it. Uh, it's like Don't a, and clay. And then once you go down <laughs> deep enough, it's clay. Um, yeah. <laughs> and tree roots. But I yeah. noticed that Commando was a lot of sand. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, up, up on top, it's it's sand. Yeah, and which uh, I wasn't prepared for at all because when yeah. I came out, my mags were just jammed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My yeah. place too was an old uh, sand and gravel quarry. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, that's neat. That's uh, it's a lot of pit run, 
there's sand there. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, when you're trying to drill into the ground to put holes, <laughs> you have to be drilling where the, the, uh, <laughs> all the rocks are, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Couldn't imagine. <laughs> so how do you guys, how do you, how do you organize ordering paint? Because I feel like that'd be the one thing that would keep me up at night is... Oh, that that's easy. Order lots? <laughs> depends, <laughs> depends where you are, right? Like for us, uh, I deal with GI Sports, number one paid in the world. Yes. GI, GI. Right? Yes. And uh, I've been dealing with them since the beginning. Uh, for me, that's my family, right? Uh, they, they look out for me. Uh, and I ordered, you know, three pallets at a time. It's delivered. It's put in the building. Uh, our building, I have an air conditioner in there. We have heat in there, so I keep it climate control. Uh, the paint is very nice. Uh, and that's all it is, man. You got to have the paint. Without the paint in the air, you got nothing. Absolutely. Yeah, you're in luck, though, because I remember at Commando at... What's uh, up, Ty? Let me interrupt real quick. No. Yeah, GI sent uh, the transport down. So yeah, they sent you a whole friggin' trailer. <laughs> yeah, climate controlled and everything. So yeah. you've got a bit of an advantage there. I've been dealing with them a long time. Okay, uh, Bricktop, what do you want to say? Uh, Wolf just said that the Commando Paintball runs a tight ship. Who said that? Wolf. Wolf Thanks, just Wolf. said that. Yes. And Todd just entered the building. What's up, Todd? Behind the bunker. It's about time he got here. Right. He's time. busy. He got his nails to do. Oh, he's he's got, he's got, to, got to dye his hair is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard shit, man. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, now, Matt, you don't have the luxury of being within driving distance of the GI factory. And you don't have uh, the luxury of, of a lot of climate-controlled space. Oh, excuse me. So, how do you do it? Um, well, starting out small, we had um, we, we goes back to our uh, our sugar daddy, as you call him, Adam Petrie, back at, at Headhunter uh, Paintball, Bikeworks Paintball, I guess. Um, he would supply us kind of as we needed it type thing back when we were very small. Um, now we just order, you know, skids directly from GI, and they've been great. I would honestly highly recommend them. Their field ball, like their field printed ball, is top notch it's it's just you couldn't ask for better you know um field paintball and also um anybody in the atlantic uh provinces uh brian campbell in fredericton he orders through them as well and he's also really good for getting small batches in if you're a small field just starting out um he can get you hooked up at a great price and he's very reasonable i've dealt with him and um, so there are there are usually you know distributors that are willing to get you you know 40, 50, 60 cases at a time if you can't start out with the full 120. You know that is that's you know a that's lot a lot of, of money. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of paint. It's a lot of space. Um, um, so maybe look for a middleman, and if you can, you know it's always best to cut the middleman out, of course. If but that's just if you can afford it. Um, but yeah, GI uh, couldn't be happier with with their product. Cool. Yeah, now, do you um, always fill paint only, or do you do some? Do you, would y'all recommend sometimes bring your own paint games? Or um, I can't see any reason to do bring your own paint, honestly. Um, uh, just just because of the stuff they sell at Walmart, you know, is not going to be. We've had 
we have paint about five years old still in our bunkers that won't even come off from the weather. Um, it's just, I wouldn't want that on my clothing or anything, right? So Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Is here in the Maritimes, we don't have paintball stores yeah. No. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. that sell paint, right? In, I know in Ontario and all over the United States, you can go into a shop and usually buy a case of paint or two cases of paint for, for practice or range time or whatever you're doing. Um, it's, you can't do that in the Maritimes. If you're going to buy your own paint, you're going to order it from Badlands or yeah. Vulcan. Or you know whoever you're ordering directly from, or whatever. Uh, so yeah. Bricktop, it, it's a different world up here for that. So I yeah. see. I got your benefits and your bad things. Marijuana is legal. Health care's free. But we, got, <laughs> but we can't do bring your own paint events. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, from it's, an standpoint, paint. You're going to want to control that. Right. Because you you want to be. You want to know what's out there. Yeah. At least uh, as owners, we know how it's stored, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's not coming in, it's two years old and hard as a friggin' marble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't want people to get hurt. Like, <laughs> yeah. you don't want someone getting nailed with marbles at your field and going home, you know, bleeding. Because yeah. some guy brought old paint. Um, it's yeah. the last thing you want. And we run printed paint, too, so it has our logo on it. So we can see it, right? If somebody brings on outside paint. Yeah. Now, how do you handle that? They 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 um off the field immediately, or you give them a chance, or? Well, if we do catch people, you know, we'll put that back in your car, please. You know, if you right. catch them again, man, we're gonna just empty it right out, right? Yeah, there. I mean, first offense, it could be, oh, I grabbed the wrong pod, or there was some left in in uh, in a bag. Yeah, he, still and they, spent, they... He, he still spent money on it, so you don't really want to take that man's money and toss it out. Yeah. You know, if he does it the second time, well, shame on him, right? Yeah, yeah. First yeah. time is a mistake. Second time is is straight up just not complying with the rules. Yeah. yeah. Like our D-Day event, too, there's, I think, 10 or 12 signs, and they're huge. You know, event paint only. So I've left them up so even the today's customers can see that now. Yeah. So, yeah. You're bringing it on. That's, yeah, without... Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Who's the other one I want to ask? I don't know. How about the questions now? Uh, <laughs> Do you guys use any forums or online tools for assessing your demographics? So when you're looking to expand, have you guys used like surveys or how do you reach the population to kind of get an idea for that? Uh, I found Facebook has really good demographics on. Um, on our posts, it's it's really nice. You can see who's looking at your your videos, age, age, sex, um, you know, what what geographically where they're at. And Facebook's really stepped up their game in recent years. I find with just that's a good how, tool. How yeah? Oh, it's it's. The, but it's the uh, best. sorry, Matt. Listen on your Facebook videos, right? Yeah. Uh, upload them direct to Facebook. Don't go yeah, to not YouTube. YouTube eh? Go yeah, direct. Right. Get more views straight through Facebook. Yeah, you get more yeah, views and you can to, track it. See, this is where my wife should come in now. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, we we upload YouTube and Facebook. YouTube is just so we can send somebody there and see all the videos. Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if, if, if you upload them just to Facebook, then they'll get lost. Yeah, post them to Facebook. You can't send nobody to go look at that video because it's buried in your other videos. Absolutely. Yeah. You know Post them I mean? on so Facebook I, to get them out there, but store them on YouTube. Right, right. Right. Yeah, and even Instagram, if you can throw in a minute and 30 second video up. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah Instagram's. And Hooligan's still smiling. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I don't have a real webcam. <laughs> it's the software to turn a Canon Rebel into a webcam is like twenty bucks and looks like a four year old designed it. So you guys get to stare at my Commodore sixty four on Skype. <laughs> that Commodore sixty four didn't have a camera port on it. Yeah, no, so. no, I had to hardwire right into the MIDI port. Right. He's using his modem. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, your teeth are white this week, in case you wanted us to see the teeth. <laughs> Thank you, I try. It's, uh, you know, brush. It's a ventriloquist. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, damn, what was that one thing I wanted to... That's right. Uh, if you guys could go back, if you could go back and, and do it again, is there anything you would change, anything you would do differently uh, with opening up your fields? Um, we, uh, yeah, I... For sure, we, uh, we we built a small speedball field, and um, I think we did a little too early. We put a lot of money into that, which could have been better spent on a better air system or just more field upgrades. Um, I don't necessarily regret doing it. Like I'm glad we did it, but um, it was it was all like it was our entire year's profits for one little field that. You know, it's a nice add-on, but it's not really going to draw people in. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't like to just bash on speedball, but um, okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're among friends. Yes. <laughs> All right, but you no, know what? I, I on, on, oh, go ahead. On, on the draw-in part, part, you know, what I'm saying you spent all this money on a field, you know, what I'm saying, and it really didn't attract the numbers that you wanted, so it, it, it's, it was somewhat of a deficit. So did you ever look at look at like trying to bring in promoters like you know Mission Masters or any, any is that in your area? Um, because honestly, most of, oh, go ahead. most of the paintball field games that we there's always a promoter that sets the game up. You know, what I'm saying there's a field and then there's a promoter that has and it takes a lot of weight off you guys to coming up with all these ideas. You know, what I'm saying the promoters come with props and different things. Dean is the expert on that. You know, I, he could tell you way more, but I've known from the games that we played that had the promoters and who had a scheme, it was a lot smoother, and that, that builds attention and draw. Like, did you ever think about that, or did you have anything to like, tell them about that, you know, saying that they could consider? Right. It's, uh, I, you know, when you meet up and you, you hook up with a, a promoter, it's a partnership between the scenario paintball producer and the field. Um both have to pull their own weight. Um, like I said, a partnership. So, you know, fields can't expect that the promoter is going to bring the game and all the guests. Right. It's a symbiotic relationship where you have guests, we have a following, we're going to put them together and have a good time. Right. Uh, there's a <laughs> there's a lot of planning and and organization that goes into putting a scenario game together. I can't imagine being a field owner and the scenario yeah, yeah. at the same time. You, I don't know where you would find the time. I mean, we personally, we put a lot of time and effort into our product because in the end, we want people walking away with a smile on their face to come back to the next one. Yeah. Um, we've been doing this for, I think, like I said, uh, since 2004. So this is our 12th year. Uh, we, we're in over 50 events. Um, we get with the players after the events and find out, okay, what did we do good? What did we do bad? 
and at this point in time, we we pretty much perfected the formula. So, like, I'm gonna ask Dean, how would I find a good promoter? How would I know it's like if this guy is the guy who's best fits my field? You're gonna want to find out. Okay, how long have they been doing this? How many events do they have under their belt? Um, you're gonna want to hear from some of the players. Okay, like the players. And the, the paintball community are a good resource for that information. Right. Um, they'll give you a, a good um, temperature on on the environment. Okay. Now, do you guys have like that? You know, access to promoters? Do they have that up up top? We'll call Canada up top. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. No, not really. So, like, is, is that something that you could use to help build your your following? Do you have like promoters? Can you reach out to them? And I don't know how that works. You know, we just go to the games. And there's yeah. usually a promoter there, and you know they set it up like, uh, you know, Mission Masters or I don't know if HK will be considered. Uh, yeah, down here we do have some guys like that. Okay, right. You want to make sure that these guys are going to kick in to help advertise too. It's not all one-sided. That it's field is going to do all the advertising, or the promoter is going to do all. You you got to get together and and get it out there and exchange. And work together. Right. Yeah, in Ontario, I mean, they've got uh, well, you got Tier One, you've got uh, Synergy Paintball, you've got uh, there's another one I'm forgetting. Actually, there's a couple I'm forgetting, but those are the first two that popped in my mind. Um, sure. <clears throat> here in the Maritimes, we've got Keep Calm Scenarios. Yeah, but aren't they sort of on hiatus? Right, but. They've done a lot of awesome events in the past. They have. They, they've done some really good stuff in the past, but they've taken a bit of a break. Hopefully they'll come back, but we'll wait and see. And then, yeah. uh, other than that, there's you, Guardian, <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's yeah. like, uh, put together an event. That is September 4th. Yeah. Well, what's I, a, oh, I just want to add to that. You're going to want to find a promoter that has a reputation much like your own. You're not going to want anything less. Right. Right? Right. So, go ahead. I was just going to say, it works the same way for promoters. They're only going to go to fields that have nothing less than they do in a reputation. All right. Well, how would you become a good promoter? Say I wanted to be a promoter. And, you know, of course, owning your own paintball field from this show sounds like a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort. Like, if maybe if I don't have those resources, but I love paintball and I want to put the game together, like, sort of like the Dungeon Master, how would I become a good promoter? Like, what do I have to research, you know what I'm saying, to do something like that? Do I have to, what? I think that the best thing for you to do is go to games and see what they're like. See what the good thing, and this is how I got started. Right. I went to some scenario games, and like, and it was like 2002. I'm like, wait a minute. I've been playing paintball since like the 80s. Right. And this is all that this evolved to? Right. Are you kidding me? Okay. I'm like, first off, these things suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm the action. I grew up in the in the action movies. I grew up right. in video right. games. Right. Predator, Commando. I'm like, we're doing familiar things. Right, right. You know, so you I want to keep it familiar to your guests. Imagination, I guess, is what you need. Right. You don't want to be the boring, same old... Run around death. What is it? Team death match. Basically, right. that's what a paintball if, if, is. If a flag, <laughs> if a flag is the the best innovation you can come up with, you need to go do something else. Yeah, <laughs> because I'm, I'm telling you, Mission Masters, man, is jam packed <laughs> with me. a whole bunch of different weird stuff. 
that you have to do. And I don't mean bad weird. Like, you really have to put some thought processes. It's not just shooting, like the combination locks. Or, he means in, he means interactive. Yeah, interactive. interactive. Very, yeah. very right. interactive. We had one, like, I just put a mission up, a video up, and the mission, we was in control of the radio tire. Yeah, that was but we, were, we had our own music playing. And okay. the Rangers had to come in and change the music. Right. You know, take the tire over, then change the music to whatever they were supposed to. They never got to the tire to yeah. change it. Yeah, but, um, yeah, that's the type of things we put into the game. Or the bodies or the puzzles. Yeah. They'll be like, or it'll be like a combination lock on a body that you have to get out of a certain jail. All this is all under fire at the same time. You know, so you have to defend that. You have to have a guy. I'm sorry, say this again. Sorry, but uh, how many players in a game like that, for example? Oh, anywhere from, I think the. Our lowest count was probably around 60. Our highest count was over 200. 200 some. Yeah, some 200 yeah. players. You know, and like, uh, they'll have like a combination lock like the Star Wars. Um, well, just, well, just like Black Hawk Down, we had a combination oh, yeah. lock, but we had a, um, a word search. So you had to go through the word search, find a name that's not in the word search. Add the numbers up, A equals 1, B equals 2, C equals 3, add up all the numbers, multiply them by 4, then you got the combination lock. It was kind of dope. Yeah. All this is under 5. All this like, is under yeah. 5. <laughs> you got the other team on so, your heels. You know what I'm saying? Before you got to see this out. laughing. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just I thinking, mean, like, I'd love to see somebody try and crack a combination lock with 600 players barreling down on them. <laughs> they do. I mean, oh, yeah. leave. You would not believe. You're not going to do it yourself. No, right, you're not. right. It's, Telephones it's, start popping it's, out. Yeah, it's all, all about teamwork. It is a teamwork. Yeah. It, has, right. it's, 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 it has never been a single like. Oh, I just don't have by myself to do this. What you work. think you might be able to do is totally different. When you're focused, you got paint flying around you, smacking the bunkers you're on. Your focus just goes out the window. Yeah, yeah. And then like there's objectives that move around the board. Like the time he had the, uh, the barrels with the smoke ratting off, and he'll drop it off. He had to crawl to it. And this is all under fire. There's really not much cover. You have to use smoke. You have to crawl. You have to hold a button for like five seconds, which is a long time under fire. <laughs> and that's what makes the game so, you know, saying exciting, exciting, you know. And even if you're like, all right, you know, because when we play the games, it's always a split up. Like we'll get the we'll get the itinerary and they'll tell you what it has to do. It has a breakdown and then you'll tell you the points you can get such and such. Then from that point, we have to pick out, all right, this group is going to be the front line. This group has to go get the body. This group is going to watch the flanks, and it has to calibrate to get together, or you're not going to do it. So, like, a lot of games outside of that is capture the flag. It's yeah. all about teamwork and communication. Yeah, so, like, if you got a good promoter with a, with a, uh, a great imagination, or just grew up in the 80s, like, for real, for real, because yeah. all the movies that they're remaking now are just from the 80s. You know, it's just true. remaking it. That's true. <laughs> uh, this one, this <laughs> good. Okay, so speaking of uh, of events and promoting and all that jazz, uh, I want to go down a list. I got a bunch of big events coming up, and I want to, you know, give everyone a bit of time. Sweet. So, hi. Sweet. Shout out time. Shout out time. Okay, so first one on the list. These aren't actually in order in any way, shape, or form. They're just as people were sending them to me. Um, so first one, we got uh, the big Wasaga Beach game, uh, August twentieth. So Wasaga Beach is here in Ontario, uh, in Canada. I made it out last year. Lots of fun. Very well done. Yeah? Liked it? It was fun? Yeah. It was awesome. Excellent. Excellent. So they said something like 2,000 people, give or take, which is uh, pretty badass. It's a good number. It's a good solid number. That's a scary number, actually. 
that is a ridiculous number of players. So, uh, if you want to go to one hell of a huge game, head over to Wasaga Beach in Ontario. Um, then we got coming up. It's not an event you can really attend, but it's something you want to keep an eye out for. So, Megfed Mania is happening, which is the uh, uh, the Megfed. Thank you. The Megfed. The Megfed. Uh, the Maritimes. Uh, my team and I have three teams in it, so it should be lots of fun. Gotcha. So you've stacked it. Basically, you're going to win. Yeah. Okay. One cool. of us. <laughs> nice. Should so be that's good. being held at Seabreeze Paintball. So that's in Lawrencetown, Nova Scotia. Uh, like I said, you can't really attend it because it's all filled up and it's a competi- It's an actual competition. Uh, but keep you an eye on You can go and watch. You could go and yeah, watch absolutely. if you wanted to. Absolutely. Uh, keep an eye on yeah. Facebook and you'll see all sorts of pictures and all some fun stuff of people, uh, you know, super excited that they won and all that jazz. Um, next on the list, Operation Cornerstone. That's Tier 1 Scenarios. So uh, these guys are hosting an event at PRZ or PRZ Paintball. That's in Picton, Ontario. That's October 1st and 2nd. So the rumor right. is, is that there's going to be something going on on the second day, probably a half day of paintball and whatnot. Uh, it is... Uh, not a MagFed only, but it's it's MagFed, uh, TAC caps. Uh, limited ammo. Limited, limited. It's a limited ammo, ammo game is what yeah. it is. Okay. Um, first strikes are allowed. And PRZ or PRZ is is a field that you just need to look it up. I If I was more prepared, I'd have a picture to show you. Uh, it is an abandoned military hospital. It is huge, and it is fun as hell. Now, this is the limited ammo game? Yeah. Yeah, it's limited ammo. Canada. As of right now, there's 100, 100, 110 people going. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We were there last year for Operation so, Fulcrum. Very cool. So much fun. So much fun. Um, yeah, so next we've got eight hours in Benghazi event. So this is Saturday, September 24th. This is uh, being put on by Crossfire. Uh, Crossfire Paintball? Yeah. Uh, yep. Um but it's actually being hosted at what's called the Sleeman Park Military Compound. It's a decommissioned Canadian Air Force's base. Uh, mm. We're talking uh, hills, ditches, bunkers, buildings, all sorts of fun stuff. We were there a couple of years back for a game. It was a lot of fun. Uh, crazy field to play on. Crazy field. They still use the site for like police academy training, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so the police, the special related. forces, private security. Uh, they use the facility for uh, all sorts of crazy stuff, and uh, I've I heard a rumor that the players will be given more access to the compound this year. We were only allowed on the surface, <laughs> so apparently there's more to it. Uh, because they warned us, they said, you know, welcome to the field. It's great. Have fun. Don't walk on this. You might go through it. <laughs> and <laughs> so, uh, so maybe they've reinforced. Sign this waiver. Yeah. Sign this waiver in case you go through the floor. And don't walk over there. <laughs> so hopefully that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, that's eight hours in Benghazi. That's uh, Summerside PEI. Just uh, look it up. Uh, look up Operation CFB Summerside on Facebook. You'll find it if you're willing to make the trip. I highly recommend it. And then last but not least, because I'll let uh, Dean talk about his event. Um, there is one being held at. White River Paintball in Indianapolis, Indiana, in Anderson, whoop, whoop. Indiana. Okay, so that event is Counter Cell Six. 
So if anyone gets its play on words, ah, kind of strike, Splinter Cell, Rainbow Six, all the fun mm-hmm. stuff. That's November 11th, 12th, and 13th. That's wow. a three-day yeah. event. Not going to want to miss out on that, just saying. I'd love to make it down there. Unfortunately, I'm not flying to Indiana. Aww. I know, I know, big old party pooper. Now, yeah. sounds like a badass event. Sounds like it's going to be pretty uh, pretty awesome. Now, Jesse Walker here says something about Mission Masters. So, Dean, you want to talk about that? Sure do. So, uh, we're going to add a little event to your schedule. We're going to run Assassin's Creed at Sherwood Forest Paintball in LaPorte, Indiana, on October 1st and 2nd. Um, our biggest event of the year, and we're, we're expanding our territory into the Midwest with this event. Uh, we have a lot to show everybody. Uh, a new, Our format is totally different than what everybody's used to with the continuous game. We run mission games, and it's broken down in seven time segments. Uh, each segment has its own objectives and challenges laid out. Uh, we do all of our mapping with GPS and logistics. Everything's laid out ahead of time. Uh, we, both teams are briefed at the same time, and they'll get their instructions on what their primary objective, secondary objective, intel, and other challenges are. And then we take them out on the field to the start points, and we'll tell them go, and we'll let them have at it. Uh, then all hell breaks loose. Oh, yeah. That's when all the fun starts. Now, uh, I can say this about Mission Masters. When you do get your team briefing, it is 100% up to your team to come up with a format to win that mission. I mean, the, the, the way the game is set up, it's not just run and gun. You have to actually think about it. Everybody has a place. So if you're going to become the Mission Master, you're going to have a spectacular time, and you're going to have a feel that you've done something in the game. You're not right. going to be wandering around like, oh, I don't really do anything. There's always something to do. we got a little something for everybody. Whee! Whatever your style might be. If you like to solve the puzzles, we've got it. Right. If you like to capture territory and hold it, we've got that. Right. That, if you want to be involved in a strategic flank, we've got that. You know, it's, that's what makes Mission Masters uh, like... Dope to me. You know what I mean? It's like Battlefield. If you guys ever played Battlefield, you don't have to be the dude that kills everybody to, a, to accumulate points. There's always something there for you. Not everybody's a great shooter. Not everybody's a great stalker. Not everybody, you know what I'm saying, can do different things. Doesn't mean that it's not part of the game. They're like, they're, you have people who hang in the back and they do cover fire. You have people who's, who's great at puzzles. You know what I'm saying? You have the people who hustle. You know, there's, there's a lot to do. It's never just like, well, I'm just going to go there and shoot people up. That's right. There's a lot of interactivity. It's not, I've got the flag and I'm going to hold this area. Right. It does not work like that. Right. This is all objective-based. You're going to feel like, and our new tagline is, be the game. Mm. You are literally in, That's nice. if you want to keep it in your mind that way, playing a video game that you're right. you're live with a marker in your hand. It is. After the, board, after the match is over, you go back into the lobby you know what I mean? Right. It's just like a video game. <laughs> After the mission's over, you're back is. in the lobby. Bobby. Everybody's talking Bobby. shit to each other. Are we going to get you yeah. next mission? we yeah. going to get you? The boom, y'all back out. The nice. rush game's on. You right. know, if you played Russian Battlefield, it's an objective. You have to come, You have to coordinate. If you don't, 
You're going if you if if everybody's out there just shooting people, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. I mean, there's an objective. So cool. you know, stay on your toes. Don't think this is just a regular. I'm gonna go out there and shoot people up. It's not. You know what I mean? You have to come they, with a strategy. They will steal the game right out. Yes, the they will. Snap. I don't care if you kill a thousand people that day. And we lost. and we use Nerf weapons. Yeah, yeah. So you can get hit with a battle axe across the field. Seeing a dude get split <laughs> with a tomahawk. Get split with a tomahawk. And you're out. You're out of here, buddy. That was the best ever. Yeah. yeah I mean. Don't think because some of our players got nerf weapons, like, we got a guy, uh, Balls from League of Assassins. Man. Oh, he's, I'm telling you, he just got somebody last game. He came over the bunker with a knife and got a guy like that. Yeah, Balls is a beast. And he barely runs with a gun. Right. Barely runs with a gun. He runs with like a battle axe or he nerf has, sword. His sword's crossed on his back. Yeah. And he has a hand weapon and he has a uh, knife on his belt. Do not sleep this kid. Do not sleep this kid because he will run. Up. I ain't watched him run up on him. He hustles from the door. He throws tomahawks. Comes out with ninja swords out of his back. Barely ever has a gun. Seen him with a gun maybe twice out of the years I played with him, actually. And remember the one time that he offered us the swords? Right, right. <laughs> He's like, no, we use guns. Yeah, he was like, you guys want a sword? I was like, we got these guns. But then I seen him with the swords. I was like, maybe we should get a sword. <laughs> he was nice like that. So, like, Mission Master, it's 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 something to be familiar with, but expect the unexpected. Right, yeah. right. We like to throw a twist in every game and, you know, keep everybody on their toes. Yeah, yeah. It, what's going on. Nice. Because of the theme, we we love to make themed objectives, right. and that means new props. So we're always keeping things fresh with the props that go out on that field yeah. and the puzzles that are associated with the challenges, and uh, just keeping everything theme based and new. Like um, example, Black Hawk Down. I don't know if we did it this year, but you would say they had a dummy, like in the scene when they had to uh, find a vein. Oh, yeah, yeah the vein off. We reenact that during the paintball game. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And there's a yeah. dummy with a bag of liquid in it, and there's veins coming out, and they got to cap off the right vein. They had, to, they had to find the right one and pinch it off before the liquid leaked out. Right, right. This is all under fire. Yeah, everything's under fire. <laughs> this is all under oh. fire. The whole team has got you bunkered in. They're trying to get you to try to stop No, you. no, no. That's only one objective, because there's two other things going on. Yeah. Right. There, there, there's never just one objective. There's at least three each game. Uh-huh. And then they're not like right next to each other. Like, okay, so all the puzzle. Are ne- no, it's like this. And then there's a secondary objective. And that has two different things you have to do to it. And each That's, one of them, of course, the primary objective will have the most points, but then the secondary objective will have additional points. And if you get them all, you get bonus points. So, you know, it is like... You, right. Your, your objectives may or may not coordinate with the other team's objective. Right, right. But you're certainly within the crossfire area. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. You cool. won't be right next to Believe me, there's stuff always jumping off. That and sounds if you're, if you're, awesome. You know, it's, it's smart to have a, a posse out just to upset your objectives. So it, it's, it's very fun. I hope Wait, a lot of people now, this is going to Sorry, I just have to comment on the fact that right now I'm looking at the video feed and Dave just looks like, or Dave and Marie just look like the shadowy figures that control something. That's <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> he's a super villain in the crew, right? He's, he's the super villain of paintball right now, is what he is. Yeah. Sorry, like, the lighting is behind him, so I tried to move it around, but I didn't want to interrupt. But, but at least we're moving. Yeah. <laughs> Every, everybody <laughs> hold on okay hold on I'm gonna hold on I'm gonna bring up the picture that everyone keeps talking about so 
So everyone I else can. I was just on Facebook, but that works. Yeah. On Facebook, we can see you. Yes, yeah. that's that's the thing. The software I'm on running Facebook. allows me to. Uh, well, it allows me. Oh, I can't, a, I can't show it. As a oh, no. poster in my background. Anyways, I guess that's I can't show it. Never mind. Um, it's yeah. The software I'm running doesn't let me show my video feed to the people I'm talking to. They've been staring at a face of that is literally just this. It's cool. I just wanted one of them to get my pot of gold. And, uh... <laughs> hey, amigo de leprechaun, I finally caught you, you little leprechaun. Get mine, little <laughs> So, Dave, do you have any events coming up? Get my pot of paintballs. Yeah, like, you will not get my pot of paintball gold. <laughs> Say that again? Uh, do you have any events oh. coming up? Any, like, any big events other than the day of next year? We're gonna oh, do man. one in October. We haven't picked the date yet. Right. Okay. Cool. Okay. Nice. Yeah. No comment. No. No comment. Drop south of the border. Come on down. For, uh, Sweet. Sherwood Forest, Indiana. Also. Right. Wow. I am we a terrible host. Great. You're gonna try some something new. This is the this is the time to do it. Um, I can only send the wife. I'm what you'd call an undesirable. <laughs> uh, so I've realized that I'm a terrible host because uh, Matt there I keep pointing at my screen as if people could see me um, they could see my arm extending randomly Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has an event coming up in October that I totally forgot about yeah we got our Terminator game coming up October the 2nd um, usually our uh, you know it's our year ender game it might have a couple of games after that, but uh, usually that's it for the season. So um, we usually have, I don't know, between 80, 90 people there. Hopefully we'll break triple digits this year. Nice. Come on. And, um, yeah, it's doors open at, um, I think, 10. And um, I think we're getting trying to get started around 12 or so. so that's hilarious, um, which means doors are open at 10 and you'll be ready by 1. Yes. All the paintballs are going to show up. And you're going to be like, all right, we're ready to roll. And then a bunch of people are going to I got a question roll. about your Terminator game. Yeah. You, the Terminator, is the Terminator sad, harder to kill, like headshots yeah. only? Or? Yeah. Yes. What do we expect the Terminator games? Terminators um, have old, uh, we have two pairs of old decommissioned um, fire gear, like fire, like bunker gear, like that firefighters wear. And then we have a couple oh, overcoats we throw over top of them. And how they work is their headshots only kill them. So they just. They're deployed on the field at certain times in certain places, and we just ask for volunteers and some with a lot of paint that doesn't mind getting shot a lot. Yeah. Um, and they just go out and just, um, you know, everybody starts freaking out and yelling, ah, you know, Terminator over there. And yeah, it, and it, it's, it it's, it's hilarious <laughs> to watch the Terminator come up because I've watched two years ago was somebody who had never been a Terminator before. I could tell, thought they yeah. were invincible, and they come up behind <laughs> a bunker, and they're just like, I'm oh, the Terminator. <laughs> And there's like 60 people's line of fire just focused in on this one poor sucker. Yeah, there's some strategy required, but uh, yeah, it's still a lot of fun. I'm I'm jealous of players. I'm always refing, of course. I'm really jealous of players that get to uh, get to be the Terminator because it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, I got to uh, do it once. I'll, it wasn't fun I'll because stop being I, I I put the gear on after I think two other people have worn it, and by that point we're talking like firefighters gear plus overcoat. So it was just like I put it on and I could. Feel the sweat. Yeah, twenty <laughs> like, pounds of sweat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's time. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh no. What? What was that? 
We're experiencing. I'm going to need a technical difficulty screen that just comes just off. Uh, uh, it's if on cue. That's just um, I'm a volunteer firefighter. That's our daily check. Uh, I forgot to turn the radio off, so my bad. Right <laughs> Whatever, no worries. That's pretty good timing, actually. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that was a first. That's nine seven six paint. If you're around the area, if you're willing to travel to New Brunswick to Longreach, uh, check out the Terminator scenario. It's a really, really good time. Unfortunately. I'll be in Ontario at the time because I'll be at PRZ and uh, I probably won't be able to make it to the long reach game, which means you should reschedule it. Yeah, we'll, we'll think about it. Yeah. The week after. <laughs> I'll keep you posted. Beautiful. <laughs> it's going to rain that day. It's going to rain. Hey, that made me think of something. What do y'all think about alcohol at the field? No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, our insurance. Like, yeah. We, we, know. Know. Uh, we know commandos in. We got James there, sir. Um, no alcohol at the field. No right alcohol. After the game is over, it was one thing. Yeah. yeah. No alcohol. Now, look, would you ever think about having a stage for adults, like to socialize and, you know what I'm saying, to add that to the game, you know what I'm saying, whole. You know, 21 older. Yeah, like a nice little area. You know, like, I mean, like one drink throughout the day is not going to kill anybody. Oh, I agree. Three three wouldn't, but. Yeah. I mean, I don't drink when I paintball. I don't, because it's it's too much. I, I sweat, you know, I dehydrate. That's the last thing I want to do. But I'm saying if you have a big game and then at the end of the day, the game's over, would you ever have like a place, like maybe a bar situation or saloon area for everybody to come and, you know, saying like a wreck just for the adults? Yes. Uh, the wife and I have been talking about this and, yeah. uh, you know, I can probably see this in the future. Like right. Right. July of next year? Yeah, possible. He's, he's on his way. Next year. <laughs> I was at an event on the weekend and they were licensed. So it was nice, okay. you know, at the end of the day to be able to go and get some some drinkies, you know. Absolutely. Right, right. right. Gotta... Meet the people that are playing because a lot of times when you go to a game, everybody's in their own camps. Unless you actually walk around, you're not going to meet anybody or unless you're fighting in the field. Yeah, where we were, too, Paintball Mirabel out in Montreal was an amazing event, 1,100 people. Uh, that is, uh, I've got to say, one of the biggest events in, in Canada. And uh, Hugo and, and Steph, uh, they have it wired tight, man. It is a well-run event. You know, Paintball Mirabel, here I'm, you know, for the competitor, they run a great show. Uh, okay. You know, I brought down 50 of my members for this event. Uh, and these guys have played all over the place, big games. And they were blown away. Um, mm. Well-run event. Like, I'm impressed. Nice. Where are they called again, Paintball? Paintball Mirabel. Check them out Maribel. on Facebook. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to look at you guys. Here at Paintball Maribel, you're starting the trend. Keep up the good work. Yeah, The Command Bros is going to come up there and check you out. Da, da, da. Love it. Paintball <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maribel. So we've, we've lost Matt's picture, so I, uh, he's been yeah. removed. He's still on the call, but we've lost his video feed. Oh, no. Right. Um, I just keep seeing the loading circle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Getting why busy. I removed it. You guys hear me at all? Or? Oh, yeah, we can hear you just yeah. fine. We um, fine. I have a picture. question, Hooligan, if we have time. We have all the time in the world, man. I own this. For, <laughs> for um, <laughs> folks over at Commando, um, I'm not sure. I, I didn't, uh, didn't research your field or anything, but as far as pricing goes, I know a lot of fields, especially the bigger ones, 
have gone just um, to higher pricing as a natural deterrent to keep um, the amount of paint being used to a minimum. Um, it was pretty interesting. I've heard, I guess, a lot of fields have had success with it, basically having high prices. So instead of a renter coming out and buying 500 paintballs or 1,000, they shoot you know, 200 or even less, and therefore they get shot less, get hurt less, have more fun, come back. Um, I'm not sure. I think it's, I think, you know, it, the Maritimes doesn't quite follow that model as much. Um, but I was wondering if you had any insight into that. Um, uh, for us, we've done a, a couple little increases over the last couple of years. I mean, straight up, man, I'm, I'm $57, get you all the equipment needed, 500 yeah. paintballs. And this lasts yeah. about three to four hours. Okay. Yeah, yeah sure. I can see the American guys. Yeah, $7. yeah. $7. That's yeah. not that long. Yeah. Right? So yeah. a case of paint here, I'm either 140 or 150 on a case of paint. Yeah. Okay. You go to Montreal, it's $240 on a case of paint. Yeah. yeah. You know? And, uh, but it's a whole different demographic. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're, you're like, talking about in the sport, both California, what? 20 to $30 on a case? That kills. Uh, that's hard on, on, you know, okay, we'll take California, right? $20, $30 on a case of paint. How do you make money to build the place? How do you make money? How do you make money on the sheer volume, right? We charge $57 uh, all day long. Uh, hockey specials, you know, we'll give hockey specials. Uh, bad for business. Delta Force, bad for business. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a straight up scam. What, what yeah. is this Delta Force thing you're talking about? What's Delta Force? I don't want to get into it. If anybody uh, wants to contact me on Facebook, I'll talk about it there. Okay. Okay. Bad for right, business. But yeah, I'm 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 feeling that fifty-seven bucks. Play all day. Yeah. Like, that's, that's seven dollars or three or four hours. Yeah. 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 Something to consider, I guess, for, for someone looking to start a field that if you have dirt cheap paint, people will just shoot more of it and therefore rentals renters will get blasted more and everybody gets shot more at the end of the day. That sounds um, like the magic bullet the magic bullet being explained for Kennedy to me. <laughs> to me, it sounds like, you know, if you pay less, the more people will come. Because if you have four parks, the one paintball case is $100, this guy's is $80, this guy's is $60, which one are you going to play at? Yeah. $60. Well, you say that, but I mean, what, what if it's a shit facility? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pay more. Yeah. We, we, we experienced that. We, we experienced that. They started off. There was a particular uh, park that we started off at. You know, well, we didn't start off there, but we went there when they first opened it up and it was cheap. You know what I mean? And the facility wasn't quite up to par, but, and I, I didn't like it. <laughs> so, so we didn't do any reviews on it, but when we yeah. came back, they generated enough money. The prices are still, still low. You aren't they? They're still competitive and the field's a lot better. You know what I'm saying? I went to a scenario there and we had a ball. Yeah. So I just don't like it, it. To me, it seems that you will get less people to come out and paintball because, I mean, you have to understand we're the command bros and we deal with people who don't paintball at all. So when we say, yeah, you should come paintballing with us, this, that and the other. And they're like, oh, yeah, I want to come out, man. And then you tell them it's going to cost you about like one hundred and fifty eight bucks just to play this one game. You can best believe they are going to be like, I pass. 
You know what yeah. I mean? 57 bucks, you're going to be like, oh, all right, you know what I'm saying? I can come up off that $57, give them a little month time because people have, you know, lives to live and bills to pay. So, yeah. like, to me, that sounds like you're, you're, you're cutting out a whole bunch of people. You're, you're, you're almost like restricting people who can't play. You know, you can only be a certain facet if you play here because, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. the price, you know, that, that's kind of like, you know, Discriminatory. I guess. Racist. Racist. New people involved maybe think about going to 50 cal. Too. Less impact. Hey, 50 oh, cal is for old women and children. Yeah. Right. No, 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 no. So, yeah, hear it out, though. Out the the I mean, but you so. and I are used to playing. I play shorts right. in a t shirt all day long. Yeah. Right, you know, right. When I get, you know, we'd be talking and take one in the arm. I'm not going to flinch. But but, you, but 50 cal hurts too. I, I watch kids scream out over 50 cal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, Unless it's a splatter gun and they bust before they get to them. But, but like, you know, it, it's still coming at you at 90 miles an hour. That's how fast that's, the 50 cal is coming. Less energy. energy. That's, and that's something yeah. I talked to uh, somebody about with the 50 cal was they were saying overseas. They're they're transitioning to an uh, an energy based. Uh, uh, anyways, anyways, basically, rather than Research. tracking FPS, right? We we do feet per second. We do two hundred and eighty to two to three hundred feet per second, depending on the field. Uh, a lot of places over in overseas are switching to how many joules of energy is the is the projectile uh, transitioning joules. to the target. Yeah, we're Americans. So what? A paintball hits us what about nine nine point five? Yeah, ninety right? miles an hour. Yeah, that's you know. it's hit. I read it. You know, yeah. three hundred. Uh, so about ninety miles an hour. So right. what you can do is you can take a fifty cal paintball, which uh, you can first of all fit more in a bag, fit more in a hopper, fit more in a pod, but you can shoot them faster. And they'll transmit the equal amount of energy. Your guns don't look hey, as cool. You know what? Let's let's just cut. It. Let's just all go airsoft. How's that? <laughs> Might as well just drop it down Whoa. another couple calories. BBs. You know Whoa. what I mean? I mean, honestly, now, hear it out for this. There's nothing wrong with either either game. Look at the world of MagFed, right? We're yeah. people still say they're not hit. Yeah, that's that's the thing I like. I'm not bashing on airsoft guys. It's an honor system, blah blah blah. The thing yeah. I like about paintball is when I shoot you and you're arguing with me, I can point to the splatter on your shirt and be like, You're a hit. And airsoft. Yeah, 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 I, mean, I can fit fifty paintballs in my magazine. Rather than the eighteen, uh, he went to the closet on you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he turned Dave. the chair out. He's getting Doctor Dangerous now. Come out of the closet, Dave. Dave, it's okay to come out of the closet. Here we go. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? I'm out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here on Mail Time. I, I mean, honestly, the fifty cal to me, to me is. I mean, I understand you could fit more in a hopper. The guns or are no, it's not about fitting more in the hopper. It's about getting the the, the young people interested. Yeah. You know, like the hockey. I talked about hockey earlier. They're little kids, right? 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. Uh, let's get these people involved. We got to get the young people involved in this game. Because right now, you know, paintball has a little hurt on. Numbers yeah. are down a little bit. So you need yeah. to get people interested in this game. All right. Now, you know, I, I see on Facebook a lot of people, they, they get shot in the arm. They got a big, nasty mark. They post a picture of that. 
Yeah. All your friends yeah, that see that picture, you think they want anything to do with paintball? You're absolutely <laughs> right. You're right? absolutely right. That's right. Now right. you take 50 cal, it's more polite to the people, polite energy. It's not going to hurt them as much, right? So, uh, you know, we give deals to the hockey clubs to get them involved. Now, if you if you get like 600 or 1,000 kids out in the spring, you know, maybe they're going to come back with their buddies. Next year, they get a little older, they're going to bring out a group. You know, you got to go after the business. Hockey teams are a good way to get people involved. Soccer clubs, baseball, uh, get them involved young. Me, like I said, I started off back in the day. I'm a pump player. You know, you're a mag-fed player. This guy runs speedball. This guy runs 50 cal or or he's into airsoft. As long as they're playing, you know, uh, that's what it's all about. Now, we got these people that are playing. They're involved. They're loving the game. We got to get the new people that have never played paintball involved in this game. You guys already love this sport. I love this sport. You know, my wife started playing this year, and she runs an eat. Congratulations. You know, she might not be on the front lines where the action is, but yeah, she's, but she's out there. But she's right. out there playing. You know, and that's what it's about. We got to get people involved, the young people, you know. Uh, yeah. like young my people sport. are wimps. Yeah, we sell both. I sell airsoft. I sell paintball equipment, yeah. right? Uh, you know... The scopes, uh, the condor, everything's transferable. Yeah, you got to yeah. promote. I run a condor rig. And it's yeah, and, and you know, and I see it every day. You know, we're out at the field. Ah, oh, you know, the speedballer, he's running a space ball, a, a, a space gun. The mag fed guys. Uh, you know, the pump. Everybody hates one another. It, it, it's you know, out of commando. I don't care what you're shooting. Yeah, as, as long, long as you're shooting. No, but right. Yeah, comments, right? Oh, the space ball gun. Me, man, a speedball gun is like having a machine gun in your hand all the right, time. Right, right. Uh, uh, like we, a sniper. When we were at Commando. Yeah, uh, I know some solid mag-fed players, man. I'll play yeah. with them any day. You know, we were, I, the guy that runs Whiskey a, Squad. Whiskey you know, Squad. He runs an LV-1. He's got a little tube on the top. He runs 15 shots, and he's got... 200 rounds on his legs. On an LV-1. Man, he is one solid player. You know, a tube in the back. You're you're duking it out. He is fast on the change. He is a solid player. You know? And you must call him. That's almost a mag-fed player or a pump player. That kid is fast on the change. You know? (laughs) I want to see that. I want to see an LV-1 running a tube. That just sounds so ridiculous. It's genius. (laughs) I just want to say, I told you he'd get carried away. (laughs) That's uh, fine. Really I had Reaper on this show, and I didn't have to talk for an hour. Yeah. So it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I'll send you a picture of the kid, Brian Sanamon. Man, I have respect for the kid, and I've duped it out with him. And I've seen him change and going up the hill. He's just burning tubes. Man, yeehaw. Woo-woo. Oh. <laughs> Real cowboy. She's getting his hammer. <laughs> <laughs> God, days on the sauce. Uh, yeah, liquor is quicker. Right. We, do, we do need to uh, motivate the non-players. And a, a, w- one thing that does need to stop is the uh, animosity between the MAGFED, the hoppers, the, uh, oh, yeah. the the airsoft. Because the bottom line is everyone's holding a marker. And everybody's playing the game. And, you know, it's cool that each game isn't exactly alike. Speedball is its own game. Woodsball is its own game. Uh, 
the this airsoft is same as woods ball, but it's more of an honor system. You know, what I mean, you, it's 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 a little bit more cheaper, but at the same time more expensive because those guys buy pay a lot of money for their gear. You know, the the uh, the BBs and all that. Yeah, you get that a million for like five dollars, but the clothes that they wear, all the stuff they wear, is very expensive. Either way, everybody's putting money and time in to play this sport that we all love. So Absolutely. we need to sort of like. Cut out the animosity between each other. Can we all just get along for right. what they do? Right. One big family. <laughs> right. We're all right. here to promote this sport. Absolutely sports. right. Okay, it's so, all the same sport. Mike, Mike to do this. Club days brings everybody in. Not the airsoft guys, of course, but like I'm right. Too pretty, pretty, pretty. pretty. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, airsoft don't get dirty, baby. <laughs> airsoft do not get dirty. <laughs> so we're uh, looking at the. Uh, <laughs> About an hour and a half. So yeah. We're gonna. Problem with that? Look, that sounds. That sounds. You own this show, yeah. dude. Yeah, 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 I do. And I don't know that. anyone who listens to a podcast longer than about an hour. So, but they can see us. You see what I'm they saying? They can. All fourteen of them. Yeah. <laughs> but those aren't the same fourteen people. They keep leaving and going. You yeah, know what I mean? True. And plus, you know what? Whoever listened to this podcast, you had gotten a bunch of valuable information. So Absolutely. if you're listening from the beginning to end, you probably can open up the field by the, by the time you turn this yeah. off or become a promoter or something. So, you Absolutely. know, kudos to you for yep. actually hanging out so, with the Command Bros Hooligan and everybody else in the room so you can get some, you know, well-deserved knowledge to put into your you new, know, field. new field or paintball repertoire with a smile. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Matt, Matt looks like Hooligan, too, right now, well, without the smile. Yeah, doesn't he? Yeah. He's hypnotized. He's trying to hypnotize. <laughs> Matt, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. I think you're in my eyes. Okay, real Matt, quick. No. Okay. Uh, Energy, Bricktop, Dean, uh, Guardian, thanks for coming on and, and hanging out. Thumbs up always, Hooligan. Thumbs up. Right. Yeah, I like you guys on Facebook. <laughs> Oh, thank you, thank thank you. And Dave, Marie, and Matt, thanks for coming on and talking about how you started up your fields and how the whole thing sort of works. Yes, no problem. Glad to be here. Thanks for thanks for having us. No problem. But now, uh, sorry, I had I had a thought there, so yeah, I lost busted a brain cell. Yeah, it's gone. So, anyways, for everyone listening, whether you're listening to us. Dave, Dave showing his teeth, trying to trying to look as good as me is what he's trying to do. Never happened. <clears throat> nope. You got to grow that goatee out. That's what you got to do. No, not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grow it. See if you can get as long as mine by next day. So says the law. Yeah. <laughs> he has spoken. Let it be she done. has spoken. Let it be done. So if well, yeah, you got to listen that, to the boss. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I know what you mean. If you're he in just the works, area, yeah. if you're around Ottawa, definitely check out Commando Paintball. Uh, it is a uh, ridiculously nice field, and if you're lucky, you might hear what Dave has to say about bitches. Yes to the bitches! <laughs> I was wondering how I was going to get him to say it. bitches? Yeah. And Matt, if you Sorry, Hooligan, for the Command Bros, uh, like me on Facebook, send me a little post. Mm-hmm. And I'll send you guys a little, uh, little something in the mail. I have these oh. death of the bitches patches. Yeah. Oh. oh, I have one. Hold on. Yeah, we want that. We want that. <laughs> yeah, you want that. 
I don't know what happened. Right, I had a bag of patches back. somewhere. I don't know where it went. I think, yeah, Hooligan's got some. I've got one somewhere. I don't know what the hell happened to it. He's not allowed to wear it. You can't trust <laughs> Hooligan to hold it down. He doesn't want to No, I really video. can't. I have like a baggie of just patches because I have nowhere to put them. And I don't know what the hell happened <laughs> to it. Ball. I think they would stick on your beard pretty good. They do, actually, really well. You should run a game like that with your beard full of patches. <laughs> I'll try. Oh, Gandalf the patch. Gandalf the patch. There it is. There it is. There it nice. is. Oh, so, uh, yeah. We need one of those. Perfect. Yeah. Death, Death to the bitches. Death to the bitches. Death to the bitches. If you're in New Brunswick. Death to the bitches. Check out Long Reach Paintball. Yes. A great field. Awesome people. Uh, good times. I- I've never had a bad day at Long Reach Paintball. Except for that one time that I hit a root and went horizontal. <laughs> it's all part of the experience. Absolutely. So it was apparently getting, yeah, it was perfect. I was running. I hit a root. I went sideways. The ball went under the mask, hit me in the jaw, and I couldn't hear for like 15 minutes. <laughs> so, oh, you got a good story to tell anyway. Absolutely. So just watch your footing. Um, hey, gentlemen, not to uh, interrupt, I got to go. See ya. All right. We're heading out for dinner. It was a slight bounce. to all you guys. To all you guys. Enjoy. Enjoy hey. your meal. Look out for Mission Masters. Like us. Check our game out. We'll be coming to a place near you soon. Is it under Mission Masters or under Command Bros? Mission, Mission Masters. Masters. Okay, what about Command Bros? Command Bros. Like that one. Well, we're both. We're the Command Bros. And he's Mission. He's Master. Mission Masters. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah man. It's complicated. It's. Hi guys. I understand. <laughs> I think. I think she's saying you need to leave, Dave. Have a good night. Bye, Dave. Have a good right, day. Hey, look, have a good time, guys. For everyone yeah, who is, who is downloaded. Bitches. <laughs> 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 for everyone who's listening to this, uh, after the fact, who's listening hey, to this, in, uh, who downloaded or streamed it is, is listening to us. Hi, Dave. Bye, Dave. Um, <laughs> whoa! Whoa! Something got messed up. No, Dave nah, left. Dave just left. Yeah, but my screen got all messed up. I don't know what happened. Whatever, don't have time to fix it. Um, we're gonna kill that, and we're gonna kill that, and we're gonna kill that, and oh, that's me. And we're gonna kill that, and we're gonna kill. <laughs> Watch this. Boom! I'm the only one left. Look at that. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, oh, you took us all off? I did. I took everybody off so I could talk directly to the camera and so that everyone knows that it's, it's just me and them right now. You guys are still here, they can hear you, but I've removed your images because Skype went all weird. So, uh, for everyone listening, uh, for everyone watching right now, thank you so much for hanging out and watching the live show. I want comments. I want suggestions. I want critiques. I don't want somebody telling me I don't know how I'm, what I'm doing because I already know that. He but, wants nudie pictures. Yeah, that'd be good too. But I want, I want ideas. I want to know what you guys want. Right, this show is something that I love doing, but I also love it when you guys enjoy it. So. Um, Send me your ideas. What would you like to see? How would you like it run? Any ideas for segments, stuff like that. Um, just you know, shoot us a message on the Maritime Wilson podcast page on Facebook. Shoot us a quick message. For everyone listening. Who tell the Command me, Bros. Tell us. Tell the Command Bros. Tell like, Mission Master. Subscribe. Paintball. And uh, for everyone who is listening, who's streaming this, downloaded this, uh, thank you for listening through it. Um, we're still new to the whole live thing, and I know that I think some of us are getting caught up uh, a bit with you know the video feed, so bear with those parts, but I hope you learned some stuff. I hope you enjoyed it. Any suggestions from you guys? Much appreciated. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your family. 
everyone needs to check in and watch this because we have a ton of fun doing it and we're not going to stop. Um, now, heads up, in the next week to two weeks, there might not be a show because I'm moving and uh, I won't have access to my computer for a little while. So hopefully it won't be too, too long, but it might be a week or two that you'll be without us. And I know, I know you're going to be heartbroken, but trust me, it's going to be for the better. Now, uh, again, everyone, for watching live, thank you so much. We're out of here. So uh, until next week, everyone, cheers. See you. See you later. Gospodanya.